Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Uh, there's an entire team that is solely focused on the Dallas Cowboys. And good teams are, are hard to beat anyway. So you can't do anything um, to uh, – you can't just, just hope and wish. You have to make sure that you can do everything in your control. Um, and then when you do that, I think that's when you see our team come to life. I think that's when we have a spirit on the field that's, that's unique um, because it's earned. Um, it's, not, it's not fake. And it's, um, it's built – Born and built out of preparation. Mike McDaniel, who, by the way, has been really, really friggin' good as a head coach. My God. Before we start talking about all those great performances from players and um, just can't, can't say enough about had no idea, like so many other things, what to expect. We've all been beaten up around here pretty good and front offices and coaches and the different combinations have not worked. And uh, and then this guy comes in and just was uh, like one of those movies. And uh, all of a sudden, the little angel comes in and everything just kind of comes together. People are getting along. You get more out of people. People are happy. There's no backstabbing. All these wonderful things. All of a sudden, the stadium and the training facility have a better relationship there's no bad-mouthing people. It's just one guy comes in completely from the outside, has got no connection to this organization and has probably no idea, like nobody's business, has really brought things together. I'm not going to get into all the specific things because it doesn't matter, man. Things are good. It's, good. it's a really good roster. I've said it's the best roster we've had before the season started, and it is. Even with a few injuries – it's a really good roster. And in some cases, got some really good, solid backups in those positions. So uh, really, really a nice job. And people working together on the same page, getting a, a coaching staff. And you know the other thing with Mike McDaniel that hasn't been discussed enough? My man has no ego. I mean, he's got ego that he, you know, wants to make good calls and and stuff. I mean, we all have egos. He's not as big as mine, but but uh, I, I do want to – the thing I like, like he hired Vic Fangio, who's got a reputation. He's old school, number one. He's 65 years old. Um, And he's done it all, right? He's been a real successful defensive coordinator. Matter of fact, I've had more than one person tell me Vic Fangio's defense is almost in every team now. People have copied things that he's done and is doing 
it's almost in everybody's defense now. I mean, that that's a big-ass compliment when you're doing things and um, and now the rest of the league is copying certain things that Vic Fangio kind of created. And, you know, Vic didn't work out as a head coach, and he could have gone different places. And Mike goes, no, no, Vic, I, I don't care. You and I are completely different, but I want you to come in and run the defense, man. I want you to run that defense. I'll run the offense. You run the defense. You know, I'll call the plays on offense. You call them on defense, and and let's go. And it's worked out pretty well. Like everything Mike does, it it works out pretty well. He he's turned some players around. Um, we haven't had an offensive line coach that's had success for a while. And we did have a really good offensive line coach. We actually had one of the best offensive line coaches in football. Uh, he's back, and he's doing great now. He's with the 49ers. You know who I'm going to save, laddie? You know who the coach is? Who? Coach was snorting coke. Got caught snorting coke and had the girlfriend or something And before he went back to a meeting, and it got caught. And, of course, they have to fire him, you know, and he, he got his life straightened out. I forgot his name. He's one of the best offensive line coaches in football, period. Yeah, he's the one that got a girl from the office and took her back to the office. I I don't know if it was that or it was something on the West Coast. He was, you know, he was, you know, something. Uh, whatever it is, the good news is he's good again and he's really good as a coach and and he's gotten a second chance. Um, and the Forty ers picked up right on it. And to me, when they got him and and got him rolling, but you know, here's another guy. We got Butch Berry. So Butch Berry has been knocked around pretty good. Canes didn't work out. Uh, Broncos, everybody's told me I didn't see it. The Broncos bad-mouthed him and couldn't wait to get rid of him. So that guy comes here and uh, is getting the most out of nine guys like we've never seen because his his group has been banged up. There's been nine different rotations, sometimes ten, of uh, of guys that have had to play. And he's getting a lot out of them. Like, you're still able, you know, they're still doing a really good job, a good, solid job. And their numbers prove it. And what they're doing, especially running wide and and the thing. So, um, and and there for a while, I was just thinking nobody likes any of our – we're going through at least one offensive line coach a year. And Mike started that way too. To be fair, Mike McDaniel started that way. He brought in a, a college offensive line coach and like, nah, guys aren't picking up what I want to do. I don't know if Butch Berry is familiar with that 49er style of, of running the ball, pitching it out wide. It can cut back, stay with your block, getting guys out in front. And now we run the ball wide as well as anybody in the NFL. And 49ers really good too, in case you haven't noticed. But uh, so, so Mike's done – Really good job with his coaching staff, um, the play calling, keeping this team as one. I mean, it's one of the closest teams we've had. Now, now all this stuff is great. All this stroke job I'm giving out today and this praise for everything is great. It's great. But now you got to go out and win these game, some of these games. I'm not saying you got to win all three. It'd be nice if you did. It'd be a great story. But – you need to take care of this game at home. I see, matter of fact, the ESPN analytics came out. It's 50-50. Like, who's going to win this game? They got it right down the middle because uh, Cowboys are coming in. They haven't been very good on the road. 
And uh, so everybody's kind of wondering, uh, and here we go again. It's a great opportunity for the Dolphins, and uh, and the Cowboys desperately need this game because they've got the Lions and the Eagles and the 49ers, and they're all kind of kind of real close to each other. And uh, you need a strong finish because they want to try to win their division and get a home game and, and or, or keep home field. They have it right now. I think they're ahead of the Eagles right now. But, uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of it, – it's just all set up to really come together this week. It's all set up to really, really come together. And, uh, and we'll see. And if you get Tyreek back and we get a couple more surprises on that group, they're not all going to come back. I don't expect Rob Hunt to come back when your best offense alignment at right guard. Probably not going to be coming, coming back for a while with that hamstring that he injured again. But uh, a lot of good things. A lot of good things. Hey, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Omar Kelly is in the house. Got a little sleep this morning. Called. He said, Joe, I'm feeling pretty good. Got a little sleep. And uh, so we'll talk to Omar. A lot of, lot of different things in NFL and with the Miami Dolphins to get to here this morning. But uh, on a football Friday, of course, man. We got, got a lot of stuff going on to get to, including this big-ass game Sunday afternoon. But right now I want to tell you about Baptist Health South Florida. I love talking about them. They've taken good care of me through the years, and uh, their doctors are fantastic. They're some of the best. It's one of the top 50 sports medicine programs in the country. People ask me, where do the pros go? I must get that once a day. And I said, well, let, let's start. Here we go. Enter Miami, the Miami Heat, the Florida Panthers, the Miami Dolphins, FIU, FAU, and they got a program they set up for high school athletes in Dade County. I hope we can do it in Broward County too. I'm really pushing for it as these facilities uh, that they have, and, and they have more and more of them coming, uh, and really convenient for you with some of the top surgeons and specialists for Dade and Broward County. Because not only is the doctor's hospital in Coral Gables, no, no, no. we got a beautiful new facility on 595 and Pine Island Implantation. Dr. Swartzen's my man up there, and uh, I, uh, I think he's unbelievable. Just uh, gets back to you. Great doctor and gets his specialist involved if you need to see somebody. He's just so good up there. And then, hey, the new facility at Hard Rock Stadium right next to the training facility. We're talking about top specialists, top doctors for the knee, shoulder, foot, hand, back, hip and knee replacement. You go through the body, you've had an injury. They know how to fix it with the experience and success that they've had with this great group of doctors that have been handpicked, 35 strong to be here in South Florida to take care of all of us, and that's what they do. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Hey, whether you play team sports or individual sports, doesn't matter what age you are. We want to get you healthy playing the sports you love the most. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. 
the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. They, they are earning um, stripes and medal with every single one of their teammates. Um, the rarefied air uh, to be, I mean, the whole group really um, has battled things, uh, you know, throughout the whole season. Um, and, and, you're, uh, and Liam Eikenberg, his performance um, when the team absolutely needed it, it was, you, he wasn't saying, okay, I'm going to try to go. He was telling everyone he was going and then not, not even leading on to um, that he that he was dealing with anything. You just had to look at his, um, you know, one of his feet had terrible footwear. It was a boot. Um, so, like, and then and then what what Austin was doing, you know, you're, it's it, in this stage of the season, um, you don't know where, you don't know which position, but if you're trying to win. Um, it's a monu- it's a it's a big task, and it, it, it's inherent that there's there's people that are willing to go there for the team. So uh, it's it's the their efforts have not gone unnoticed, um, and I think they're building uh, building onto the already established equity that they built with their teammates this year. All right, once again, that was uh, Mike McDaniel talking uh, about a couple of guys sucking it up on that offensive line. Listen, that's a, a couple of guys, Joe. A couple? But I, I will tell you, of through the history of football, if there's guys you can count on, those offensive linemen play banged up most of the time. They're the most banged up of the whole group, uh, the big guys. And by the way, you're right. Hey, that's Omar Kelly. You just heard uh, in from alldolphins.com. Uh, following the team and uh, trying to figure out who's going to play in the offensive line this week. Ooh, Joe, um, it is it is a mash unit of injured guys that are collectively going to have to put it together. I think the season is in Liam Eikenberg's hands because I think him being out there on that line, him getting comfortable at center, him stabilizing that unit – I think that's the key to a postseason run. Don't don't even think about the final three because we all know those final three are critical. But you know, realistically, the Dolphins need one to lock it in for the playoffs. Now, if you want the number one or number two seed, you're gonna have to get two, maybe three. Yeah. And I think that's also realistic, especially considering how the team is playing and and how they're sort of trending upwards. But I I I just. Fear, it's not Tyreek's injury that makes me concerned because I think that this team can survive without Tyreek. You know what You know what bothers me about this season and, and this stretch? It's Tehran with the ankle and knee. It's Lester with the hip. It's Liam with the calf. It's uh, Robert Jones with the knee. It's Austin Jackson with the oblique back. It's Kendall Lamb with the back. Those are your six top offensive linemen. Most people who are just the casual Dolphin fans can't yeah. even name anybody behind them because you're already on your eighth and ninth linemen. Right. And what happens when one or two of those guys have 
suffered enough in these three brutal physical games you're about yeah. to play, then what? What what do we do then? Well, then you you start bringing guys whatever you have on practice squad, and you're yeah. putting guys in that really aren't ready to play. I, and and I got you that point. How close is Robert Hunt right now? What do you think? I, it He's not. Like the hamstring must be really yeah. bad. Oh, it, it's he wears these little tort little booty shorts. And that hamstring thing is, it looks like a grapefruit right under. So he was almost healthy and tried to play and, and no, really he, hurt it. No, he got better and he was, he was, he, he rested for four weeks, which is, you know, they were being cautious and rested him for four weeks. He even dressed and didn't play. You remember right? that? That's right. Then he played, I, get, I believe it was um, Washington and just twisted his body in an awkward way. And Mike McDaniel said it, and I didn't believe it. Then I watched the film because he was like, it was such a – it wasn't like we played him and we shouldn't have. It was a freak situation, twisted in an awkward way. And, man, that bruise underneath that yeah. that, that hamstring. That sounds like a little rip in there when yeah. it gets black and blue. There's, it's, it's no longer just yeah, – yeah, it's torn a little bit. So I, I think he's probably more postseason or season mm-hmm. finale than, than he is um, well, returning to the listen, lineup. Listen, so far – um, those guys that you're talking about uh, have sucked it up and uh, are, have done an adequate job. So you can run a lot of your offense and and most of it. Are they? Are they though? Are they running a lot of their offense? Because I think that they're. I think that they're catering their offense to their offensive line. When when Tua comes out after um, the Titans' loss, and he just volunteers like, okay, when Connor yeah, went he down, say we miss Connor Williams. Like when Connor went more, down, yeah. The game changed for me. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Tyreek. I didn't take it as a shot at Liam Eikenberg. No, but, but I. But it. I got you. Like, hey, you guys don't realize this, but Connor Williams is really friggin' good and kind of the. He was our guy. best. He was our best lineman. He was our best lineman all season. So, I I understand, but listen, man, I, I've been saying this. The whole bunch of teams, including that team we just played. I going, know. A lot you, of teams. Nobody's going, gonna feel sorry for you. And offensive linemen. We talk about quarterbacks dropping. The offensive line position, I watch more guys get rolled up on, and that's it. Got rolled up on. Yep. And that's Kendall how Lamb all... literally blocked a guy into Connor Williams, and that was it. Behind the knees, it's almost automatic. If every, you got your body planted. Every single one of them, it's the same. They, get, they got rolled up on. Teron got rolled up on three times. Guy, guy gets blocks into you, which, by the way, happens a lot. Guys are staying with their blocks, not doing it. I saw some idiot wrote something about Brandon Jones. Like, has injured two oh. guys now. And I saw this comment and, like, you know, like, we got to get rid of Brandon Joni. He's hurting our own guys. And I was like, that is the dumbest effing comment I've ever seen. I don't know where you, I – You got you got to stay off Twitter, Joe. You got you, 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 can't, you can't be on Twitter. These streets is – I don't yeah. mind. Like, Twitter should be – and it, it can be really good and people come up with some good stuff. But you want to yeah. get – like, Brandon Jones hurt – Two two starters. Two starters. I mean, yeah. Te- on te- going, going technically effort. he did, Joe. But yeah, He's it's trying it, to make it, friggin' plays. Not hey, let me see if I can hurt a teammate here and knock him out. So yeah, and I didn't even know he was that strong, considering he keeps mowing people down. Well, I'll it, tell you what, uh, I see a guy getting his speed back. Not that we're talking about Brandon Jones today. I saw a guy that finally looks like he's moving a lot better back Br- there. Brandon, yeah. Those two interceptions were like punch, Joe. Yeah, but 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 he still got himself in position. Yeah, to go up and make the play, to go up and steal and it then, from Eli Apple. Yeah, and then and then run it. And Eli was down below him, but you know, again, I'm not. 
Hey, Sam Madison basically said that's Eli's fault because we say catch the ball at the highest point. The highest point, he would have had it. Yeah, Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones jumped right in front of him, caught the ball at his yeah. highest point, and props to him because you know what? I respect it because Eli Apple's had a career. He's made money. Brandon Jones is a unrestricted free agent who's started a handful of games this year after being a two-year starter. Yeah, coming back from an ACL injury. You know what? Go get your two interceptions, boy. So, so the other. The other problem has been for some of these guys is Vic Fangio says, I wasn't your coordinator last year. Show me what you can do. Eh, I don't I like this other guy better right now. Vic 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 takes no prisoners. No, man. He's uh he's old school. He is he is an old school curmudgeon. And listen, and the sad thing is, and I'm I'm told this by players, if he don't like you, you ain't playing. And he don't like a lot of people there. And Cam Smith we will probably never see him this season, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what he does. Yeah, I was going to say that Cam was pushing for a competition as their first pick this past year in the second round. And and the kid could play. The kid could play. I, I've talked. I, think, I, I still think he pays for that stutter and go in that last preseason game where he got beat by about 20 yards, and it happens. You know what it is, Joe, and this is this, this between me and you. They just don't like the way that he prepares, and oh. they want they want him to prepare better. Well, then he's going to have to learn. And by the way, he's spending so much time with J- with Jalen and and X. He should figure it out. If that's the knock on just him, just do just do don't don't show and, up don't show up on time for press, for for meetings. Be there. That's one of the knocks too. All all of the, all of that little stupid stuff. Like uh, to me, if a guy can play, a guy can play. You understand what I'm saying? But you know, coaches coaches want you to. So, so it's interesting you say that because I've seen it through years. If you're really good, you'll put up with a lot more than if you're you're not. He hasn't done anything in this league yet. No, nope. he's developed himself as a good special teams player. But but he wants to get out there and play. I mean, Absolutely. he's been a star at South yeah. Carolina. Yeah. He wants to play, mm-hmm. and I get it. Yep. But you got you got to play by the the rules until you're not Tyreek. You're not any of those guys. So if he does something, you, you know what? I, you know what makes me a little uncomfortable about when you start when a coaching staff starts to play these games. Like, you know, yeah, he supposedly got a hamstring injury in the game, but truthfully speaking, and I heard this, your plan was to play Ethan Bonner ahead of him. Yeah, that's that that that. Come on, man. That's. And I I don't know what Ethan Bonner's doing out of practice, and I, I and, and but, so I disagree with you on this because I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw it right back at you. I've never seen a coach that says I don't like you, so I won't play you because his job's to play the best players, mm-hmm. and and you should be playing the talent that the GM selected so that at least they can know. Oh, I don't think Vic cares about Chris's talent except for guys are making a lot of money. He's gonna oh, play okay. the best guys. But hold on, hold on, Joe, and let me let me let me piggyback you on this argument, okay? When you this offseason comes and you try to shake down Xavier or trade him or because you need the number to get lower and he's got no guaranteed money and you know X don't work for non guaranteed money you you've seen that over yeah. the history X is a businessman right and it's worked for him yes he 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 played the card and he won y- yes and and he's not having the greatest season right now but when you do whatever you got to do to to X do you know if you got a capable replacement. Shouldn't you be trying to figure out if you have a capable replacement? What are we doing? Running it back with Eli Apple? 
No, I think Cam comes in with a fresh start to, to show him again. I think that's you, in meetings. Then, then if you are going to give him a fresh start, how about you give him a fresh start right now at this stretch of the season? Because he's not good enough right now. If he's not playing right now with the injuries we've had and the guys I've seen play, he's just you got to come around on this. He just hasn't been good enough, and he doesn't trust him. Vic Fangio doesn't trust him or his ass would be out there playing. Absolutely. You're, because you're, because yeah. I see a running back, he, he, he was doing it, and they put his ass, and he came back from injury – Achan was the backup. He didn't have to go, well, we got Wilson, we got Okay, but Achan has unique, rare speed and ability. But I will tell you, Cam Smith outperformed Achan in training camp and nothing. And, and I get it. You gotta earn you gotta earn your trust and respect. They they in wanna this see league. it, they wanna see it every day. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna get the benefit of the doubt. When it's all said and done, no, no, no. He's going to get Cam the Smith? benefit of the day. Cam Smith When, this get season it. or next season? Well, he's got, he's got to make some changes. You just said he's got to make some changes. Yeah. Before you decide you're going to act like a star on the frigging team, if that's the truth, he's got to go out and you can't act like Jalen and X. They got a resume. You Let me see your resume. Yeah. No, I don't care what you did at South Carolina against uh, – and against Clemson in the final game, I, I don't care about that. You're, you're right. You got, you got you got to show it. But, and if he but can when play, when you gonna give me opportunity to show it though? When you when you gonna when you gonna clean the slate and let let everything be be bygones, be so, bygones, and give me a chance? I don't think Vic's. See, I don't know who's telling you this stuff. I have, and I get. I've been around Vic, and and he can be grumpy, and, and I leave <laughs> him alone. I do. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. But Vic is gonna play the best friggin' guys. Uh, I don't they, know about that. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, well, uh, you, you make this sound like it's Little League football where they, I'm coaching my kid and he's not very good, but he's going to play because uh, And no disrespect to Ethan Bonner, uh, uh, undrafted a former walk-on at Stanford, Stanford. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know the story. as yeah. opposed to a second-round pick who had a first-round or top 50 grade in the draft. And I get it. One could be practicing the hell out of, out of because you when know the, Cam when Smith. When, Cam did Smith Bonner, he, when did Bonner play in that game? What was the score? I don't know. God, it was a blowout. It, so you you thinking you shouldn't be playing Cam Smith in a blowout? I, I think he. They feel whatever Bonner's done is is done more they, than they what rewarded. They rewarded him. Bonner for what he's doing, and maybe that's another message that you send in the Cam. But there's no way they've given up on Cam Smith. After there there one shouldn't year. have. There's no way. I don't By disagree the way, with you. Chris Greer, as nice as he is, is going to come down and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, hey, uh, play hey, my guy. Hey, yeah. come here. Um, what what's going on? Is what what's he not doing? Because I'm going to talk. Because yeah. Chris is going to talk to absolutely Cam. no question. Come here, come here, young brother. Come here. I want to talk to you. Hey, you need to. Mm-hmm. Mike Mike's probably asked about this. Like they can talk to Vic. Yep. Hey Vic, we've been a little shorthanded. Why why is the kid not playing? Is because the last time I really saw him play, he got smoked. He's still in my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He but come toasted. on, Joe, you can't clean something from three months ago. You can't let that go. And 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 in 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 their defense, he's the Cam Smith and Ethan Bonner. They line up against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle every single day on 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 the scout team. So they see, and you know, but that scout team. But but let me tell you something. If he's tearing it up every day in practice, I just got to disagree with you. And and I'm not there. And, and, and yeah, neither I am I. I'm not there. Okay. He, he, so. so if Cam Smith is tearing up ass every day, if he is covering guys and he looks like he's that. got extra blankets every day, I didn't say that. Then somebody's going to go, "Hey, I see it, Vic. You got to see it. I mean, you're one of the best you're, in the business. You're th- thousand percent right. Okay, so so something ain't matching yeah. up. That Vic I mean, didn't just turn into like, 
You know, there's just certain guys in a, in a coaches me. There's certain guys I just don't like, and I don't like Cam Smith. He rubs me the wrong way. I can't play him. They're going to go. He can play. Look at there is no way we're ever going to have every player like his coach or his coordinator. I know that firsthand. There are some guys that I didn't like at all, and when I was out drinking beer, I did nothing but badmouth them. But I played, and you play with them, and and you have to take it. And and I think the coaches same way. I know the coaches didn't like certain guys. I'll tell you what, I know certain coaches not like Mark Clayton. <laughs> what they going to do about what? it? Exactly. <laughs> and, and, yeah, but that, and, that's and a body really of work good. that you that's a body of work that you proved that you earned that. My point is, okay, you you started with Cam and you said, "You know what? Show us what you can do on special teams." He's done. He's become probably a top 5 special teams player now. Well, can I ask you why like today we're getting ready to do this show? And you decide to go all in on Cam Smith is like Vic doesn't like Cam Smith because he doesn't like Cam Smith. Come he doesn't. on, man! Have you have you asked him? Hey, Vic, do you like Cam? You don't have to ask him. He, he'll 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 grumpy the answer. It, 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 listen, and I get it. You you want these young rookies and these young guys to earn their stripes and earn their playing time, and I get it. He's not showing you the maturity that he needs. But when you get into the off season and you got to make a decision on what you do with X, because yeah, that's a top salary. You need to figure out I, what you do with salary. I, I can't worry about that yet because I got three games left. You're already worried about next Hold year. Hold on, I'm but X ain't playing, it. and you out here playing Ethan Bonner and Eli Apple. That that what we're doing? You know, you know the answer to that. You know he's not the future. You know Bonner's not going to be the future here. Okay, he's well, going to be a special team so, guy. So 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 let's figure out if the guy yeah. that's that you drafted in the second round is the future or not. Here's his window of opportunity. Um, I don't know if X plays. Uh, but I guarantee you who's not playing. If X doesn't play, Cam Smith ain't playing. It, because if he's not playing, I'm going to beat you up on this every time you put the nail down, I'm going to hammer. There is no way if Cam Smith should be playing that his ass wouldn't be playing. This is not Little League Pop Warner where I'm coaching my kid and he's going to play even though there's 32 guys better than he is and the other parents are upset. I'm coaching. I got final say my kid plays or doesn't play. I don't like your kid. This hey, is not literally. This is big ass business football. There's no okay, way. Okay, and you don't need to know. You don't need to know if you I, can play. I can never remember having a teammate going, "Man, that guy's really good, and he could help us win." But man, coach doesn't like him. I've never gone through that, and we've had guys on our team. I've seen them walk off. I've seen them flip coaches off, and their ass played because they're really good. I can name them, but I'm not going to get some of the old guys don't want to hear about their names being mentioned, you know, and everything's good <laughs> later name, in Joe. life. I don't, Joe, I, Joe I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> hey, man, we're super late. God, Omar, you got me going. I friggin' messed up the whole format this morning. Look at what Omar does to me, folks. Hey, uh, we got to go to break. We got a lot more. Vladdy in with us today. Omar with us. This is going to be a real crap show today, man. We'll get right into it. Got a lot of stuff to get to. Right now, I want to talk to you about a great holiday gift idea that you can enjoy with the whole family. It tricked out Cliggy's golf cart, the coolest golf cart on the road here in South Florida. And I don't care how fancy your golf cart is or who you got it from. If it's not Cliggy's, um, you missed out. Uh, you could have got a better deal. And wait till you see everything you get. I'm talking about the coolest golf cart on the road. We're talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, 5-inch lift, sweet sound system, all painted in your favorite team colors if that's what you want. 0% financing. Visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. 
uh, if nothing else, you got to go look at him and see, is Joe exaggerating six-seaters, four-seaters? I, I got to see him because we're thinking about getting one for the family to really enjoy ourselves in the evening, on the weekends, go around. It's located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. Mention this commercial when you go in there. Hey, Joe Rowe sent me up here. Yeah, yeah, you get another $1,000 off, the, and, and the price have already been lowered for you. It's Cliggy's, K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. This weekend, even before Christmas, if you're looking around, wait until you surprise them with a Cliggy's golf cart. In, in the game of football, when there's an element that you that you that feels contr- like a controlled variable, it is um, monumental for a team. So we we rely on him week in week out to uh, deliver on that, and it's uh, he's a huge reason for the successes that we have had this season. Oh, Raheem. What a year Raheem Mostert has had. My God, man. Uh, you talk about a breakout in your 30s. Just incredible. <laughs> the amount of running backs by their 30s are just done. I mean, but he, he's had the shelf for like five years, Joe. Let's let's be real about it. He wasn't really playing. He was bouncing around the NFL. No, and, listen, and, he, he's had a few injuries, and, and he did. But, listen, they, they signed him back, and he is – Literally, well, he's ready to go over a thousand yards. I know you you wrote an article uh, on all dolphins. Inspired by you, Joe. Uh, Listen, you made me look it up, and I was like, "Hell, this is this is important." And I and the guys didn't know. The guys didn't know. One, I talked to Jalen. He had no idea he's about to become the first Dolphins player in 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 franchise history to have three straight thousand yard seasons. I uh, I did not know that until last year because I thought for sure Claytoner Duper had done it. Yep. And it didn't happen. And I just thought, you know, you're with those guys and you're watching them with all these big games. And I just figured they did it a whole bunch and and never thought twice about it. And I knew Paul Warfield, as good as he was, didn't catch a lot of footballs because they ran it so much back on the great teams. Uh, yeah, so so Waddles, I mean, there's just a lot of really yeah. cool records to, to get to. And, but, and, and but, this is going to be the first time in franchise history as well that you're going to have 2,000-yard receivers and a 1,000-yard back. Think about all the, the, the talent that's been yeah. on this team. And, you know, number one offense, they, they generally should. I don't know. How many times has a franchise have finished the year with the number one offense? I don't know. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what. There, there's a lot of things. When's the last time the Dolphins had three games left and had a chance to be a number one seed? I mean, you start looking at all these things. I wonder, have they Mike, ever? Mike, no, is, yes. Mike is doing – Mike's offense right now, and he's a head coach, but heavily involved in the offense, so there's a lot of guys involved. Oh, come but, on. He's the offensive coordinator. He's he's everything. He's a, he's all of the offense. But what, what we're what? getting from Raheem Mostert, and, and I said this, the most surprising players on the Dolphins that really made the biggest jump for me, it's three guys clearly okay. more than anybody else. Tua. The season he's having. This ju- hold on, you saying this is the biggest jump? Or hold on, no, you got to qualify what you're saying because you said three guys that made the biggest jump this season and biggest surprise. I put that together. Okay, biggest surprise. Okay, so hold on, two. What Tua did this well, Tua, year? Tua was injured for four or five games last year. Okay, so but he's he still the number one quarterback in the NFL statistically last year. Yeah, but then he's putting up numbers that are right with everybody this year. I mean, but he's he, made. He, but he did that last year, Joe. But his yards are way up. Yards, he's got he's got a chance to go forty five to forty six, forty seven hundred yards. Listen, I just think Tua's a lot better. And one of the he reasons is a lot he, he is 
made a lot. So I, I put him in there, Raheem Mostert. Okay. And Austin Jackson at right tackle, who couldn't play left guard, couldn't play left tackle, and now has found a home at right guard and at right tackle with this in this system that they have. Okay. And, and what, part of it is that. What's the question that you created this for this three-player uh, parameter no, here? No, 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 no. So, so all I said was when I was looking at this thing is the biggest surprises on biggest this team surprises. Okay. that made the biggest jump. Surprises in biggest jump biggest from last jump. year okay. to this year. To me, Kendall Lamb is number one on that list because I think Kendall Lamb saved the season. Because how how good are you and, without and a he, left tackle? He probably would have been only because he's been a backup, even though I say yeah. backup loosely because he's had to play eight, more than half eight, the games. Eight, yeah, eight games. And, and he's probably going to start on Sunday against uh, against Dallas. because At right tackle. At right tackle because yeah. Austin Jackson isn't right. And if Austin doesn't practice today, he's not playing. Well, let me tell you something. First of all, number one. By far, I have to disagree. Raheem Mostert's got 20 touchdowns going over 1,000 yards this week. But we know he was good last year. Yeah, but he is Pro Bowl. Okay, all right. That's a huge. That's a huge. That's a. You're right. That is a huge jump and huge improvement. He's in McCaffrey land. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a, he's the third leading rusher in the NFL. Do I? Okay, you're right, Joe. We we had a laundry list of guys that we want to hear to be tailbacks, and even Mike called us out on that to, this week. He he called the media out, and he was just like, "Yeah, you guys, you know, wanted to replace him with every back that That's was true. available." No, and it's we true. Went, we did. We went through the Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yep. Cook. Dalvin, poor Dalvin Cook. His ass can't get out of New York quickly enough <laughs> for that two carries he gets and one football yeah. screen. He hey gets man, every he, game. he chose his money. You chose. No, your he money. got yeah. the money. It, it, he's he's earned it because he's miserable. Yeah, he is miserable. Dalvin Cook. Um, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Down. Jonathan Taylor. He had his name in there. Uh, yeah. I, how, how many other backs do we have in there? Um, the, oh, though the the running back for the Eagles, Swift. They tried to trade trade him on draft day. Trade him on the draft during the draft. Yeah, we we you know flirted a little bit with Vegas's running back. But I guess the bigger picture, we got a lot of guys that have played a lot better this year. Oh, due to yeah, the, yeah, due yeah. To the system, I left the guys on defense alone, but there's a lot of guys. Surpri- Van Ginkle's a numbers. great surprise. Van Ginkle's been really good, but you got to look at all those guys are putting up. If if that sack, if you find the sack sexy like the team does when it comes to contracts, <laughs> <laughs> I know Christian finds sack sexy. He goes, all right. <laughs> So you didn't like the hundred tackles I was getting in uh, close to a hundred tackles two years in a row. Yeah, you said there went. So I'm cut back on the tackles overall, but I'm way up on sack. Pay me the damn money unless you change the game again. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Christian gonna get paid. Christian is going. He's gonna get franchise tag number one, and and then they'll probably figure it out. But yeah, Christian. Oh, that's gonna start at ninety. I know that's a hundred. You had a. You're not. You're not getting that deal done without a hundred on it. And I think that that was the beef in the whole contract negotiations. Well, you hadn't earned it, and Christian's like, all right, no problem. Let's take this whole conversation off the table, I, and I'll see you next year. This uh, this was a really good debate with uh, with all the guys that I, I work with, and we talk about the team nonstop at our dinners and stuff, was like this guy did everything last year except his sacks number. He yeah. was three and a half sacks or mm-hmm. whatever it was. and um, But that's it. He's tackles for loss. He, 100 tackles. I mean, defensive tackles don't make 90-something tackles. See, they just – Defensive right. tackles, that's linebacker numbers and safety numbers, not mm. – and uh, 
And team goes, well, you know, we, these mm-hmm. contracts are kind of off. Um, the one sexy sack is the sacks now. We don't do pressures. We yeah. don't do yeah. quarterback hits. We mm-hmm. do sacks, Yeah, which is very misleading stat. And, by the way, I talked to the defensive line coach, and, and we laughed about it because he has to remind those guys, like, look at man, just because it doesn't show up, we see you hitting a quarterback or putting pressure on him. We think that's a big deal because there's usually a potential interception yeah. at the other end of that. But you're not getting paid for it. Nope, but you're not getting paid. <laughs> that's a good point. We got 8 o'clock hour coming up. We got a lot more to get to. And uh, Omar brought his A game today, boy. There is a lot of stuff to get to, including Indami Kinsu visiting camp. We'll have that for you when we come back. But first, you know what? Um, only a couple days left. You don't have a jewelry store. I got one for you. The one I've been going to for almost 30 years now. Yeah, I've been with Jeff for a long, long time. I'm talking about Beverly's Jewelers and went over there yesterday and saw Jeff and Amanda. And, uh, you know, again, I've been real close to him for a long, long time. But more important, you don't care how close I am to him. You want to know about the selection of diamond engagement rings they have You want to know about not only that, but nobody does it better than they do. They are the leader in both lab-grown and earth-grown diamonds. And I got to say this, they're the diamond experts. They'll help you every step of the way, whether it's a diamond for an engagement ring in the setting, you want to go through that. They got people that just do that full-time. They got a great staff besides just Amanda and Jeff there to really help you get exactly what you want in the price range for necklaces, bracelets, earrings, uh, whatever it is you're looking for. Speaking of that. I just got this yesterday, lab-grown diamond studs. They're absolutely beautiful. And Beverly's has got them at a real low price for you, so if you want to take a look, it's a great gift idea. And they have lab-grown tennis bracelets, also a big hit and absolutely gorgeous. If you're not familiar with it, again, it's a lot less expensive when you go to Beverly's and other places. It just is. It's always been that way, and... So whether you like earth-grown or lab-grown diamonds uh, and whatever you're looking for, they've got it all for you. It's a great place to go. No interest financing, free gift wrapping. Beverly's makes it easy. Shop early, and it's a little late now for that, but but get out there as quickly as you can. I'm going back uh, today to pick up something. They're offering 50 to 70% off select jewelry now through Christmas. You need some extra cash. Beverly's got gold buyers. They're on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payouts. I wouldn't go anywhere else, and and I don't. I just go to Beverly's Jewelers. They're in Fort Lauderdale off Commercial Boulevard. You can visit Beverly's in Fort Lauderdale or just go online to BevJewelers.com and check it out. Beverly's Jewelers really is a great place. It's known where people go to, to get engaged, but I want to let you know about their hours here for this week only. They're open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, today's the last day, Monday through Friday. Saturday, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Sunday, Christmas Eve, they're going to be open 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's last second Joe Rose shopping at its best. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Christmas Eve. You're you're about a half a loser if you wait that long. You're going to be joining me. Hey, get out to Beverly's Jewelers. You're in for a great experience to get exactly what you want, and she's going to love it. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? 
Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.